What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Paper Movies, a novelization book club podcast. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Adam, and I'm Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, we today we are discussing one of our Halloween specials that we uh, promised this month. We've already released two single cuts for Sleepy Hollow and Fright Night. And we also, me and Noah did a discussion of Van Helsing, the novelization for that. And we got one set to release on Halloween Day. But today we are discussing the first novelization to A Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, this book is actually um, pretty unique as it has the novelizations for the first three films. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like they, they titled it The Nightmares on Elm Street. Parts one, two, and three, a continuing story. Uh, it's a novelization by Jeffrey Cooper based on the screenplays by Wes Craven, David Chaskin, and Wes Craven and Bruce Wagner. <laughs> yeah, Chaskin. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> I can't, um, I'm pretty sure it's Chaskin, yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, uh, like I said, this book features the first three novelizations. And just for fun, we decided to discuss the first book, uh, which is the original film, the classic Freddy Krueger film. And um, before we get started, just want to give a big shout out to the 80s slasher librarian. Um, me and Bath Matthew both listened to uh, his audiobook that he recorded himself for it and that's uh over at his channel he does a lot of his own audiobook recordings for some of these uh hard to find novelizations so that's for you know if you're novelization fat fanatics uh, that like we are that's definitely a place that you definitely should go check out he has done uh audiobooks for the halloween series friday the 13th nightmare on elm street gremlins which we've also mentioned uh, we've mm -hmm. are discussed on this channel. So guys definitely go check out the 80s slasher librarian. Yeah. And he does a fantastic job with the audio. I mean, it sounds like you're listening to an official audiobook. It's like unabridged. He adds music sound effects. He changes his voice up. He does a fantastic job. So it's, this is one of those books that we easily could have read on our own. It's like, what did you say about uh 72 pages? Uh, 70. Yeah. 72 pages for the first film novelization, but it's like, let's just listen to it. Let's listen to 80 slasher librarian. And he did a fantastic job. It was really easy to, to listen to. So go check yeah, that out. And it actually, uh, his, I was going to say his audiobook actually really, his uh, recording got me like really into it because like I was uh, working late one evening and, um, like when he did his, uh, when he was narrating the story, plus adding in all the music and everything, it was dark like mm -hmm. from where I was working, like kind of felt like Freddy Krueger was about to jump out. And <laughs> <laughs> so def kudos to the 80 slasher library guys. Definitely go check him out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what did you think of this novelization, Adam? Did you enjoy it? Did you think, wow, this was uh, you know, nice, nice listen from 80 slasher, but could have passed on the story. What is your take on this novelization? Well, I, enjoyed it i mean it's definitely one of those straightforward novelizations and in case uh for those of you that have not seen this film i'll just go ahead and give a brief uh 
Uh, I keep wanting to call it synumery, but synopsis. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we can go with synumery. Uh, synumery. That's what we'll call it. Um, but a group of uh, teens are being uh, terrorized by a nightmarish ghoul named Freddy Krueger. Uh, it is a mystery as to why they uh, he is attacking them in their dreams, but it's later revealed from the main character Nancy's mother that Freddy Krueger was once a child killer, and when he was able to escape being um, punished by the law, uh, a group of the teenager's parents took matters into their own hands and set him on fire, essentially killing him, and now he has come back as a ghoul for revenge to terrorize uh these parents uh kids yeah well thank you uh i thought i thought it was pretty good like i said it was pretty straightforward um i read the or listened to the novelization first and then i rewatched the film and for the most part there are like some minor small or small differences like maybe different dialogue here and there but for the most part it was pretty uh it was pretty much the film yeah I didn't get a chance to rewatch the film. I, I watched it last uh, last year, or I think it was earlier this year when it was on Netflix. And when I was going through this book, I'm like, I can't really pick out a single thing that was different. It was pretty straightforward. I mean, it only lacked details, I guess you could say. Um, didn't really set the scene well when you're reading the novel. It's just kind of like, here's the story. Uh, so there's not a real tone being set if that makes any sense, um, like you would get watching the film. And of course the film, and I think I said this last time uh, we did a, the last novelization is that you, you lack the visuals, which mm -hmm. you're always going to, because you know, you're reading the book, but with this one, you're not really missing much other than the creepy tone of the film. Yeah. I was, whenever I was uh, getting through the book or the story, it was when I noticed is that some horror films like translate well into novelizations. I didn't really feel the same with this one. I kind of felt like with Halloween, you like uh, that could easily be, you know, uh, well into a novelization. I didn't really feel that way with this one. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of felt like this is one of those that definitely needs, you know, the visuals, the music, the effects, Robert England's performance and everything. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it was good. It captured the movie, but it just didn't really um, bring in a lot, uh, a lot of new things to the table. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like one of my favorite horror novelizations um, is the reanimator because it added so much to the story. Mm -hmm. It was darker in a lot of ways. Um and that's what I did miss about this one. They could have set more history with Freddy Krueger. You know, we could have got a little prequel or so. I know it adds a chapter in here somewhere about the life and death of Freddy Krueger. Um, so I mean, maybe it does that somewhere in this book. I didn't didn't listen to that um, on 80 Slasher Library. And I don't know if that's in the beginning or the, the ending somewhere. But this novelization for the first story does not contain extra material on Freddie's backstory, you know, it's like Nancy's mom. Her name's Nancy, right? Yeah, yeah. Her mom has the glove mm -hmm. with the knives. Like, why? Why would you have that? Yeah. Why would I... we get? Like, why do you have that? Let's explain a little bit more. 
but I think you had said this. You coined this one, right? The uh, novel, uh, novel, novelization, novelization, <laughs> novelization. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, novelization. Um, that's a twister, but um, that's basically what that was. Seventy-two pages, real quick, straightforward. I mean... That's like three chapters in most of the novelizations we read. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah pretty, um, pretty much. But kudos to the author, though, for uh, being able to fit the whole movie in that amount of time. I mean, granted, the print is pretty small. Like, like bait from my screen here, you can see the where the new book ends in like very, 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 very small print. Yeah. But I'm I kind of have a bookmark to the last page because there was something I was going to talk about in just a minute. But um, yeah, uh. The uh, story, like I said, is it's a good story, um, and it was written very decently. But it's just, I just um, like I said, it was just mostly for the mo like ninety five percent the film, and um, and um, not really big on novelizations like that because I like the kind of nice blend. Like I mentioned this when me and Noah reviewed Van Helsing, that I like having the film. But I like having like what could have been deleted scenes from the film, if that makes sense. Right, right. And it gives it that little special, like a reason why you would want to read the novel. Yeah, and also like I want it to be like I could believe that this was a book before it was a movie. But yeah, yeah. um, but uh, did you have a, like a a favorite part to it? Man, not really. It's. I've always thought the movie was just kind of mediocre. I know that might be um, controversial to say, but when I watched the first movie, I was like, that kind of sucked. And when I read the story, it was kind of like, eh, it still sucks, but it's an interesting concept. You know, guy murders people when they're sleeping in their dreams, you know, so neat concept. The execution I thought could have been better in the film and obviously in the book, but it is what it is. It's a classic, you know, it's uh Freddie has that, that look, the knife fingers glove. That's, that's a cool little weapon. Um, but it's not my favorite scary story. It's just, you know, interesting to read. It's a slasher. I'm, I'm sure the, the second and third novelization will be fun to read. And uh, you know, and I, I'll need to revisit those films for sure. I don't think I've ever seen the third one. So I need to finish they, out the franchise. They get fun as it goes with the kills get very, the death scenes get very uh, comedic, like especially mm. with Robert England's lines he delivers and everything like welcome to prime time, you know, <laughs> and uh, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I think, my favorite scene is the the part when I can't remember the names. This is what's horrible about these short books. You don't spend much time with the characters, so you can't remember their names. But the 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 girl that gets like drug up the the wall and across mm -hmm. the ceiling, that was a cool scene in the film. I remember that was creepy. And mm -hmm. in the book, it kind of just it goes by it real quick, just word for word. All she went up the wall, gets killed, and you're like, ah, that could have been elaborated and you know been a lot more creepy, but whatever yep i like the i like how i think a couple of things that i like i like how they brought in they kept in the uh part where nancy's dreaming in school and she passes the hall monitor 
and the hall monitor is dressed like Freddy Krueger. And then, Mm -hmm. and uh, he turns around and says like, no running in the halls, you know? (laughs) And, and, uh, and I think one of uh, my favorite parts was actually at the end. It's the very last page of the first uh, book was um, it was when I don't really, uh, before I, I don't really get, I was talking to my wife about this when we watched it. I was like, I don't get why he pretended to be like for Nan- Like you think that Freddy Krueger has been vanquished and everything. And then at the very last minute he pops up again and, you know, mm-hmm. throws in that one last, you know, twist ending. I'm just like, for me, I'm just like, I'm not sure why he did that. Like, I guess to mess with them or something like that, or make them think that they won. But yeah. you you immediately tell that like something was going to happen. But I liked how and I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. But it was basically when uh, the teenagers are dragged off in a car that looks that's designed to look like Freddy Krueger's sweater, and then it says, <laughs> "Just like um, uh, I'll just say, Nancy's mother was still smiling and waving uh, from the doorway when a talent-tipped hand suddenly shattered the glass window behind her, grabbed Marge by the throat, and yanked her back into the house with superhuman strength. And here's a line that I really like." Perhaps it wasn't going to be such a wonderful day on Elm Street after all. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I just it's it got a little cheesy, but I just loved how that line was. You know, uh, yeah, I love that one. That's funny. It, yeah, in the film, didn't it go through? He grabbed her f- through like a tiny window from the door. Yeah, pretty good practical. Little... It was pretty tiny good. Creepy practical effects too, like because you just see like you can tell it's a dummy, but it's still kind of creepy when you just see the woman just go zip right through that small window and yeah. Um, I said it so. Just, like, is it was it a dream? Like, was the whole thing a dream until the end? Was because if everybody's still alive, and then oh, Freddy's actually he's back. He's actually not gone. It looked like kind of a dream within a dream. That was my take on it. Like, um. Uh, I mean, with these Freddy Krueger movies, like the there's times <laughs> you're you just kind of have to think about. you're you're just supposed to go with it and have just fun with it. it. I mean, like it throws in so many twist endings. Even Freddy versus Jason, they did that, and ah, uh, um, I have that one. I have that novelization. I think that'd be a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, I I still recommend it, and it is a, a hard novelization to find. I remember, like when I, I just uh, I was at the the bookstore, and I sometimes like half price books has their books out on a cart and everything where they haven't priced anything yet, and I was just kind of glancing through it, and then I saw that book, and I'm like, ooh, so I was like, they haven't priced it yet, so maybe uh, the there's one time when I found, like, I think it was a copy of The Rocketeer. Um, they hadn't appraised it yet. And the lady behind the counter was like, oh, well, here, I'm just going to go ahead and just clearance it for you. Just $2. There you go. Like, ooh, I wonder if it, that'll happen. Nope. This guy looked it up and he's like, oh, this will be $25. I'm like, oh, yeah. but it was yeah. worth it. And then yeah. what's even funny, more funny uh, was I met up with you like a couple of days later and we found the second Freddy Krueger film series novelizations. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that yep. was, that was weird luck. Um, but 
Yeah. So like being $25, like that, you know, is a good indicator. That's a pretty hard, hard to find book. So yeah, I, for my cut, I paid 30 for mine. And it looks to be in pretty good so, shape too. Mine's a little, it is. it's, mine's a little, it's probably another reason why I listen to, uh, to 80 slasher when I can, if I got a really good quality spine, like I don't want to bend it. It's like, I'll just Mm-mm. go listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, that's kind of how, plus it was, um, that's that was my take on it too and plus it was like i said i was just at work and uh i was gonna i was working late and the novel the audiobook that he recorded was like two hours long i think i was like Ooh, mm-hmm. perfect so, yeah so um but yeah uh that's <laughs> funny enough that's pretty much all i got on it <laughs> yeah i mean it's short novelization can't really elaborate <laughs> on it too much because there's like <laughs> yeah there's like nothing that it added it didn't add anything extra really except for that little line that you read at the end of the book it wasn't such a good day after all you know so yeah i mean it is straightforward if you want a novelization that's just straightforward this is one mm-hmm. so and of course yeah. i don't know what the second and third one are going to be like i'm going to guess they're the same way because it's three novels in this book which totals like 216 pages mm-hmm. three movies i don't know maybe we'll find out next year yeah <laughs> we'll be, i don't know we'll just make this an ongoing series <laughs> yeah i mean there's there's a lot of them right <laughs> yeah there's a lot and we'll work our way up to freddy versus jason and then i'll be like hey matthew can i borrow that <laughs> yeah borrow the copy actually i won't yeah. need to yeah. 80 slasher librarian i think has that one probably has too. it and um uh, I'll have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure he does. I'll have to double check. But um, yeah, um, yeah. For my grade, I'd probably just give it a B. You know, yeah. That's what I'll do. I'm gonna give it a B. It's, you know, <laughs> it's fine. It's not my favorite, but it's straightforward. It it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. Yeah, if I mean, you're into this if, sort of thing. Yeah, if you're into if you're big on the Freddy Krueger series, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. You know, just. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is creepy to listen to at night. I will say that <laughs> yeah. or read yeah. it. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's a very short novelization. So and with that, we kind of had a little shorter review for it today, but uh, guys, as always, thank you so much for checking out this episode. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed the review uh, again. Be sure to go check out the 80 slasher librarian and uh, subscribe to his channel. If you'd like to get some, audiobooks that he does out of the goodness of his own heart you know just so that way people have the ability to uh get uh read quote unquote read these books so yeah guys thank you so much again and be sure to stay tuned for halloween when we uh release the single cut for halloween too and just a reminder next month we do not have a scheduled uh discussion uh so we are in talks and maybe doing another live stream it's up in the air Nothing official yet. We'll definitely let you know. But we do have a plan to come back for December for discussing Home Alone 2. Yeah. That'll be exciting. All right, guys. As always, thank you so much. And have a good night.